0: Welcome to The Thrive TV Show with Lauren Parsons, helping you boost your health, energy, and productivity. Hi there, and welcome to another episode of The Thrive TV Show. My name is Lauren Parsons, and I'm your host today. And I'm so thrilled to be joined by my friend, Natalie cutler Welsh. Hi, Natalie. Hey, Lauren. How are you? I am great, and it's really nice to connect with you. So today we're talking about how you can up your brave, which I know is one of your key mission statements in life to help people do that and you've got three strategies to help people up their brave. So we're going to be talking about how to raise your resilience and confidence and courage so that you can live in what Nat calls the impact zone rather than the should or the frustration zone. So we'll get to know a little bit more about you Nellie but first I'd love to do my this and that questions for you. Are you ready for a quick fire round? Yeah sure. Okay so tell me spots or stripes? Um, Stripes. Okay. Bath or shower? Definite bath.
1: Oh, nice.
0: Okay. I don't often get that one. That's a good answer. Uh, football or basketball? Oh, neither. Okay. Gymnastics, isn't it? <laughs> Running. <it. laughs> um, or cheerleading, I should say. It's cheerleading, is it? Um, indoors or outdoors?
1: I'd love to say outdoors, but I'm going to go indoors.
0: Okay. Nice.
1: Poet or artist? Artist. Yeah,
0: nice. Climb a mountain or relax on the beach? Ooh, Beach. Okay, nice. And invisibility or invincibility?
1: Oh, invincibility.
0: Invincibility,
1: cool. Cardio or weights? Cardio.
0: Long nails or short nails?
1: <laughs> not too long, but
0: not too long. Long, not too long. Okay, nice. Excellent. So Natalie cutler Welsh is a speaker, author, and impact entrepreneur. She's also a mother of three, and she specializes in empowering people to up their brave, amplify their impact, their business, and wellness. A Canadian Kiwi, Natalie's on a mission to raise the state of resilience, health, and happiness in New Zealand and around the world. She draws on her life journey and experiences, such as being an Outward Bound instructor with a degree in international development and a master's in environmental education, her life upheaval with the Christchurch earthquake, multiple back injuries, and also having her boy diagnosed with alopecia. Natalie's the founder and chief connector at GoToGirl Limited, a diamond-level doTERRA leader, co-author of a parenting book. And blog and podcast, if only they'd told me. So lovely to have you with us. So,
1: for our listeners that don't already know you, how did you get started doing what you're doing now? Well, now I am working specifically with speakers and authors, helping them to amplify their impact, uh, but also overwhelmed mothers. That's really where I started. I was actually a blogger and uh, turned it into a book and a podcast really helping overwhelmed moms and specifically in the relationship area, the marriage area. And then of course um, having the earthquake moving to Auckland and essentially, you know, starting from scratch, not just with friendships, but with income. I decided to basically use my talents, which is bringing people together. I started a business called go to girl because my husband said, Nat, you're doing this stuff for free. Can you charge people? We're going backwards financially. And that's really how my business started from doing something I was loving for free Mm -hmm. and adding a price tag. So um, that's really been my journey and now it's uh, going from strength to strength and my shift has gone from social media, like helping people get seen to really, I want to help the people who help the people and and shining light on them. That's how I amplify my own impact too.
0: Mm -hmm. Nice. And so you told us that you've got three tips to up your brave. So first of all, tell me, what do you mean by up your brave?
1: Sure. Well, uh, one of the things I've noticed, so in my 15 plus years working with predominantly women uh, up and down, you know, the country here in New Zealand, I've noticed that people tend to be living in one of four zones. And so you kind of mentioned it in the intro. Uh, Number one, they live in, in the disconnected zone. So in the disconnected zone, you're literally just kind of going through the motions, but you're disconnected emotionally from what you're doing, whether it be work or relationship or family. The next zone is the should zone. I have to enunciate because sometimes people think I'm saying the other S word. So the should zone is where you feel like you're driven by duty and obligation. So you end up doing everything for everyone else and you can end up having emotions like bitterness and resentment. And I often say this really was me in their early years of parenting. So that's kind of when I wrote the book, I really was watching the clock, when's hubby getting home, poor me and all the things. Mm
0: -hmm. The next zone
1: is the frustration zone. And so this is the zone when you feel like enough is enough, I can't take this anymore. Whether it be your can't stand your job or you're just sick of putting yourself last, in the frustration zone is so important because it's when if you don't take action it's going to really start to negatively affect your relationships like your marriage your your job your business and everything else where we want to get to is where i'm going is the impact zone where you're literally living your life from, coming from a place of empowered choices and intentional actions so you are literally doing what you genuinely want to be doing and therefore, the energy around that is positive, it's, it's purpose-driven, and things just seem more fun and easier. Mm-hmm. And what you need to do to get there is you need to up your brave, which is really confidence, courage, resilience to get to where you want to be.
0: So obviously the impact zone sounds amazing what would you say to people that are listening in going oh yeah I can relate you know I'm in the frustrated zone or I'm in the should zone life is not great I'm not doing what I really want to do in life but that seems so far away Natalie like that just seems such a huge jump what would you say to someone that's listening in about what can they do right now to help start moving towards that?
1: Yes, exactly. And when I talk to people like in person, rooms full, you know, an audience or just an individual, I'll say, listen, I don't need to know what zone you're in, but I just need to know that you know what zone you're in. And then I, I literally say to the audience, you know, put your hand up if you know what zone you're in. Everyone pretty much puts their hand up. Like they know, they go, oh my God, I'm, I'm in the, dis-, and they'll turn to their neighbor. I'm in the disconnected zone. I never realized I'm in the should zone. And then I go, okay, awesome. Leave your hand up if you're in the zone you want to be in. Wow. And this is where pretty much 90% of the hands come down because people aren't wow. in the zone they want. So to get to where you want, which is usually the impact zone, I would hope, um, there's a couple of things that people can do really to get there. So number one would be to identify where you are. So I call it know the zone. So know the zone. <laughs> that you're actually in to really identify it because, you know, we all know the first step is like acknowledging the problem or whatever. So it's like, you know what? Oh my gosh. I never realized until Nat just gave that example that I'm literally like well immersed in the frustration zone. Okay, great. So knowing where you are is super crucial. And uh, do you want me to go through the next steps? Mm -hmm. Yeah, Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. So the next one would be like knowing your goal. So we have know your zone, Know your goal. So it's like, what is your intention? <laughs> what zone do you want to be in? Most mm-hmm. people, it is, the, it is the impact zone. Um, and then of course, taking, this is the third one, taking empowered action to get there. Okay, So right. I say to people, right, what does the impact zone look like to you? Because it's different for everybody. Mm-hmm. It doesn't mean like, oh, I'm going, I'm upping my brave and I'm going bungee jumping or I'm dying my hair red, like whatever, it's different for everybody. So for one person, like I'm like, tell me, what does the impact zone look like to you? And they're like, oh my gosh, being able to pick my kids up from school Mm-hmm. honestly, without coming home, trying to make dinner and, and picking them up from the nanny, that would be amazing. And I go, what else? And they're like, uh, having a holiday by the beach. Oh, really? What beach? You know? And we kind of just go into detail. Mm-hmm. What I'm trying to get them to do is paint a visual picture of what that life looks like uh, because then they can hone into the, the, the why around it, the emotions around it. And then we have a goal. We, now we know what we're going for. We're going for a beach holiday. How often do you want to go? Great. Um, You know, when you say pick your kids up from school, do you mean every day or just once a week? So we get the details, and then we're like, What do you need to do to make that happen? Because it is not just about vision board, you know, manifesting, it's like you need to take empowered action towards the destination you want.
0: Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And so, what's the key before you mentioned, you know, like boost your confidence and take empowered action again? Like, how do people actually get themselves? Into that action? How do they boost their confidence to be able to take the first step?
1: I would say I think that people are in a lot of habits. You know, a lot of what we do is just habitual, which is fine. And a lot of people are in the habit of, I guess, roadblocking themselves. So, well, that would be great, but da da da. Or easy for you because blah, blah, blah. Like they'll come up with all sorts of reasons. So it's a matter, I think, of of seeing the possibility. So we, you know, visionary, you know, really seeing the vision of what is possible for yourself. And then because I am a strategy person, reverse engineering going, well, how can I get there? And yes, it is about, you know, micro actions and like small steps, but you need to know where you're going. So I think that's the thing is mapping out a plan going, okay, so how do I reverse engineer? What do I need to do to move me towards my goal? And it might be small decisions daily, day to day, or it might be setting like a 90-day plan, like a 90-day plan to move towards what the impact zone looks like to them. So it might be, okay, at the end of 90 days, I'm going to have booked a beach holiday. Awesome. What else?
0: Mm-hmm. And so this doesn't have to be people that are wanting to be rich and famous, like having an impact around the world. You're just talking about even if I want to have an impact on my family, on my children, living the life that I want to live. I love the... The whole idea of getting real clear on where you're at and clear on where it is that you want to get to and then thinking about how you can how you can take action so do you have some stories or examples from you know perhaps clients you've worked with of the changes that they've made
1: well you're right it's not just for business people this is for like every person because the zones is a really a model that i've developed which is people suddenly go, oh my gosh, I didn't realize. It's just bringing their awareness to a a problem they they didn't know they had and putting a name on it. So um, it's very, it can be very life changing, whatever the impact zone means. You're right. So I had a beautiful client. Her name is Josie. And for two or three years, she was like, I just want to start my YouTube channel. I want to do makeup and all these things, but she's a perfectionist. So she Mm got the lights. She got the background. She like mapped out some little tutorials that she could do. She even filmed many, many, many versions. And of course, none of them measured up to what she wanted to do. Mm -hmm. And so for two years, she did, she didn't do her what she wanted. And then eventually, you know, we, she was like, okay, Nat, you're the go-to girl. I need your help. Let's do this. And she just needed someone to like hold her hand and just give her a little bit of a push. And I just vividly remember we were upstairs doing our coaching session, and I said to her, "Listen, we can do a Facebook Live, or we can film, you know, on Zoom or whatever." And she was like, "Let's do both." And she literally dove in after for two years procrastinating from fear of failure and, and pursuit of perfection. She dove in and did. We had like my camera here, her camera there, mm-hmm. the Zoom. Like it was all go. And wow. she was amazing, and I knew she would be. So she didn't need coaching around like what to wear and, and how to, you know, she was amazing. She's from Brazil and she has this accent and she's so great. Um, and we ended up developing, it wasn't about beauty. We ended up, I I was stripping back, like, what do you want to do? And why is that so important to you? And it was so much deeper than beauty. And I feel like that was possibly the barrier. Mm -hmm.
0: The impact Mm -hmm. that she
1: was visioning wasn't strong enough helping people with beauty. So she ended up starting something called me time with Josie. And so Me Time with Josie is really about helping moms, overwhelmed moms, you know, get, get out of the should zone where it's all about like, all I want is some time to myself and really helping them to step forward in that. And so partly, you know, she just needed my encouragement, but she, people need to get to that point. She was firmly in the frustration zone, but she had to, it took her two years to get to the frustration zone to say, okay, Nat, I need your help. I'm ready to do this. Mm-hmm.
0: So tell me, why is it so vital to get clarity about where it is that you want to be?
1: Well, there's a thousand other things on your to-do list, right? Like it never ends. I mean, whether you're a mother or not, it just, if, if you're a human, you've got a to-do list and it never ends. There's always something else to do. So I feel like if you don't have, if you don't have clarity on how you want to feel, you know, what does that look like? Where do you want to go? Like I call it the goal, but the G word is awkward for some people. So I mm-hmm. often say, what is your intention? And if you don't get clarity on that, like you're going to find other things that are just, you know, that take priority or you're going to, you know, you're just going to, I don't know, call it, I call it, call it fear of failure, call it pursuit of perfection, call it imposter syndrome, call it tall poppy, call it what you want. I think people sometimes are afraid to put themselves out there, like to claim this is what I want. This, you know, I've always wanted to go to art school. Like some people would be like, it's in their heart, but they've never said it out loud. So one of my favorite sayings is, up your brave, say what you want, and make it happen, right? Because part of it is actually putting it out there into the world.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love that. And I know I've heard your up your brave message that you've shared in person many years ago. And it's just, it's one of those things that kind of sticks in the back of your mind. Like just before you go to do something, it's like, yeah, up your brave. Come on, I've got to do this, Lauren. And it is is—it's so true. And I think one thing for, you know, for our listeners to know as well, if you're listening in, is that at any level of success this is still something we, we have to keep grasping and keep working on and and keep doing because no matter you mentioned before imposter syndrome no matter where we're at there's always people that are ahead of us on the journey and there's always people coming alongside us and perhaps behind us on the journey and it's so easy to compare yourself to what others are doing or to get distracted off you know bright shiny object syndrome but i love the power of when people find clarity i've certainly found with clients And they find clarity about how they actually want life to be, whether it's because they've now created a vision board or, you know, because they've actually sat down with their partner and really had the deep discussion that once you get clear on what it is and how it's going to look and feel when you link into the feeling, that means that your emotional drive, you know, that subconscious brain is going to head you towards it and show you possibilities and options that you've never even thought of. So, yeah, I love that. So any other stories or examples of perhaps clients or recommendations for people, you know, to overcome some of the barriers to up their brave and, and find that new zone?
1: I have a quick tip, which is a really good tool. And I've had a lot of people say to me, oh my gosh, that was a game changer. So it's really around lang- languaging, using empowered languaging. So I say to people, if you're in the should zone, this is for you guys, if you're in the should zone, I invite you to ditch the words. Just need and should from your Mm -hmm. vocabulary including text messages that you send so here's an example i remember you know eight months ago i'm midway through a text to a friend she was like can you meet me for coffee be so amazing so this is thursday or something and Mm -hmm. i said i just need to pick jonah up first from hip-hop and then i went delete 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 i want to pick jonah up first and i can meet you after and so what I did is I caught myself in that micro moment. Remember, I talked about habits before. We're in the habit of going, well, I just need to do this and I have to do that. And it's like, do you? Do I, do I need to pick him up or do I actually want to pick him up? Because I, he loves hip hop. He has lots of friends. It ups his courage and confidence. No, I actually do want to pick him up. You know, so sometimes you have to make your brain extrapolate and go, no, I actually do want to. But by deleting it and, and, and changing my wording and my verbiage. It changes the energy around it. And if we can do that, catch ourselves when we're midway through a conversation, midway through a text, often I'll have friends or even clients say to me, I need to do this or, you know, I, I need to, oh, I really need to. And I'll say ne- <laughs> need or want, and I'll mm-hmm. encourage them to change the need to ready or want. Like I'm ready to launch my podcast rather than I need to launch my podcast. It's a yeah. different.
0: Totally. There's another one that comes to mind as well that, that, often stands out to me with clients as well. And that's when we say, try. I think we're often, like if I'm doing group coaching, for example, I say, okay, so what's everyone going to commit to doing this week? And when people say, oh, I'm going to try to da 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 and I'm like, okay, so are you actually going to do it or are you not going to do it? Because when you say to yourself, I'm going to try to get to bed early or I'm going to try to be on time for this, or I'm going to try to whatever it is, what we often are saying to ourselves is that we know that we should do it, but we're not going to, and then we'll feel guilty about it. Because like if I invited you to come for a dinner party, Nat, you know, can you come for a dinner party on Saturday night? And if you say to me, yeah, I'll try and be there, (laughs) like that's not actually giving me a yes. And so quite often, It's a really interesting, the self-talk, isn't it, and the the language that we use with ourselves, in our minds or out loud. And so that's another word that perhaps, you know, you could think of striking. If that resonates with you, if you're listening into this thinking, oh, yeah, I do say, I'm going to try this. Because everything you've been talking about, it reminds me years ago when I was lecturing personal training in anatomy and physiology. We actually did a session at the very start just talking about personal leadership essentially and it was all about how there's three different types of people in life that there's climbers and campers and pullers oh, and the wow. climbers are the ones that see the goal that see the mountain that want to climb to the top and then make it happen and then there's the campers and they're great people and they build their little campsite at the bottom of the mountain they look up the mountain and they say I want to climb that mountain one day I'm gonna climb it yeah I'm gonna climb it but they never actually manage to get to the top. They just end up camping out and, you know, they cook themselves a big breakfast. I think, yeah, I'm gonna have a big meal. And after the meal, they think, oh, maybe I should just rest, you know, let this digest, have a little nap, and it gets too late in the day. So it's like, I'm gonna do it tomorrow. But they end up, they cheer on the people that are climbing. They think it's great, but they stay camping. And then there are the pullers, and they're the ones that see the people climbing. And for a range of reasons, often because they just love those people, they end up pulling them back. Like, oh no, but what if? What if you trip? What if you twist your ankle? What if you get lost? And so it's really interesting to know that the more that you're climbing in life, which sounds like what you're talking about, up in your brave, getting the impact zone, the more that there will be people that will be pulling you back. And not always necessarily because they realize they're doing it in a negative way, perhaps because they care about you. I
1: don't know, what are your thoughts on that? First of all, I love that analogy and I love, I always learn, you always learn something new. So thank you. That is so amazing. Totally love it. Um, second of all, it totally resonates with my model because I often say, you know, between the frustration zone and the, the impact zone, there's almost a crevasse and you need to up your brave to get there. And people are, mm-hmm. you're going to have to dust yourself off. I talk about having dust yourself off ability, the ability yes. to dust yourself off, keep going. But you're also going to have to push past the pushback. Right, mm. which is also the is trying to pull, what, if, oh no, what if you embarrass yourself? Oh my gosh, what if you decide to leave your job to pursue, you know, becoming a chef and like it doesn't yeah. work out. So they're still there. So work, yeah. <laughs> um, the nice And they're pulling you back. I love it. What a great analogy.
0: Mm. So what would you say to those people that have got their sights on, you know, the mountains? And, and obviously the other thing is that once the climber gets to the top of the mountain, well, what do they see? Well, they see lots of other mountains and lots of other things to go out and achieve what would you say to those people that are climbing and perhaps there are the pullers there or they're getting the pushbacks what do they do then
1: yeah I have a really great phrase that I love and I really am trying to empower my children so they're 9 11 and 13 at the minute mm-hmm. and I, this is a phrase that I say a lot of course I care what other people think of me but I care what I think more Mm, and nice. I want to invite you to do the same in other words if you say you're going to go for that mountain or you're going to whatever it might be whatever the impact zone looks like to you it, you will get pushback 100 you'll get people that are like oh who do you think you are and you'll get people going what if you get hurt and everything in between but mm-hmm. what you got to do is you got to go you know what of course I care what other people think you know of my idea of me whatever but I care what I think more and mm-hmm. so that attitude, and it's coming from a place of empowerment, not like of sassy, you know, I care what I think more. It's not sassy. It's centered. Mm. And it means it's clarity. It's like, you know, where you want to go and why you want to go there. And, and you know, there's going to be pu- pulling and pushback and that's okay. Cause this is your life and it's, <laughs> it's your mountain.
0: Yeah. I love that. Do you know what that I like most about that is that so often what comes to mind is that phrase of it doesn't matter what people think. But actually, that doesn't really work because that doesn't work with our human psyche. Because we all naturally do care what other human beings think. That's just part of being human. So I like that it acknowledges that. Yes, I care what other people think, but I like that grounded, centered, responsive. But what you know, I care about what I think more. I'm going to use that, and I'm going to use that with my kids. I love that. So much of what you and I teach is about empowering yourself, but also setting an example the next generation isn't it
1: Mm -hmm. and we all do this so whatever zone you're in if you're in the should zone you might be thinking you know you put other people first because maybe you're you know the phrase a people pleaser or or whatever and and so it's so important for them to embrace that you know your feelings and what you want is actually the it is the most important thing and some people that you need to let go that you think oh it's selfish to put myself first no of course you care what other people think but you care what you think more, and you make empowered choices, and you take intentional actions, and that will change the way you show up. And so what happens when you live your life in the impact zone, it trickles down to all the people around you. They feel that energy. Their impact Mm -hmm. zone will look different, but they're going to want to be in their own impact zone too. Mm -hmm.
0: I love it. I was actually just presenting earlier today about talking about taking me time and about how so often the response to, you know, if I ask people, how do you feel when you take time just out, just for you? the most common responses are, oh well I feel selfish mm-hmm. and I feel guilty and because as humans we don't like that feeling of guilt we do anything we can to avoid it well, I was talking about literally like a eject on that tape if that's what's playing in your mind that I feel selfish and re-recording over it with actually taking time for me is essential because when we do we know that it empowers us to do so much more so yeah another great reminder so tell us now what does the impact zone look like for you like what's next for you
1: Well, the impact zone to me looks like uh, basically very similar to what I'm living at the moment. I would like a little bit of travel and I'm not talking about COVID. So as people can probably hear, I'm originally from Canada and I really haven't shown my family Canada at all. And that's been part of the fact that we have no relatives in Canada. Um, My parents are Kiwis and everyone's a Kiwi. So we have no family there. Uh, I just have a whole ton of friends. So one of the impact zone to me is um, taking my family to Canada, showing them where I grew up, but also me discovering my own country because I really Mm. have barely seen any of it. I've been many, many countries all over the world. And, um, but that, that's definitely part of my plan because the impact zone for me, it's not like you get there and you're done. Like, like you said, you're mm-hmm. going to see more mountains. And so that's definitely one of the peaks I want to climb.
0: Nice. Oh, well maybe I can hook you up with some friends in Canada. For those yeah. that are listening, and you might know that my husband's in the military and we've moved 11 times in our 17 years of marriage, six times internationally. And so we've been to and from Ottawa, Canada. It was Canada yesterday when we were recording this. So um, lots of love to my Canadian friends. So I have to send you to some
1: some yes. amazing people
0: in Ottawa, Nat. Yeah, fantastic. So if people wanted to find out more about in Their brave, or find out more about what you're doing or follow you, how can they reach out to you, Nat?
1: So I have a video series. It's the Up Your Brave live stream and we've done about 19 episodes. Lauren, you were one of my lovely guests. Um, And so that's amazing. So it's a panel. It's me plus three. So there's been what 66 guests or something like that. So amazing, Mm -hmm. incredible people. And uh, so with great tips around upping your brave in the areas of like leadership and resilience and parenting and teens. In fact, the one about kids was probably the most popular. Um, and I'm going to be releasing also a little bit of a course to really help people who are like, okay, Nat, get me out of the should zone. Or what do I do to get out of the frustration zone? So that is a, that's something they can look out for too. So I've got six mm-hmm. tips to up your brave, which is a free uh, download that they can grab and they can grab it on nataliecutmanwelsch.com.
0: Okay. Excellent. Fantastic. And if you're listening in elsewhere, make sure that you head over to thethrivetvshow.com. Actually, there's no the just head to thrivetvshow.com and click down below and you'll find all the links to LinkedIn with Natch down below. So thank you so much for your time. Just before we wrap up, I'd love to ask you if you could share one final tip or advice for those that are listening in, what would you say?
1: I would say, you know, the other example I was going to give you when you asked for a client thing is, mm-hmm. so a lot of my ideal clients, I say, you know, you are the one sitting in the audience watching someone else on stage or you're watching someone else on TV and you're sitting there thinking, I could do that. I have knowledge to share. You know, I, you know, and, and and so I guess my highlight, my tip here is hone into that jealousy. If you feel a burst of jealousy, uh, my friend, Lisa Black told me many years ago, jealousy is actually a gift. So now I say jealousy is like, this what I say. Jealousy is a beam of light shining down on what you genuinely desire. So if people are sitting here going, okay, Nat, I'm in the should zone. I'm in the frustration zone. I don't really know what my impact zone looks like. Like I'm so immersed in my zone that I have no clue. I would say, you know what? Think about who you're jealous of, or think about when you scroll through Facebook or when a friend tells you they're, you know, they're um, going on a hot weekend away with their hubby. And you're like, Hey, why don't I go on a weekend away with my hubby? Oh, that's interesting. I didn't know that what I really want is to go on a weekend away with hubby. We'll put that in your impact zone. So I'd Mm -hmm. say my tip is if you don't know what your impact zone looks like, which is basically going, you don't really know what you want. It's like hone in to what you're jealous of. It's actually an incredible magnifying glass into what you truly want.
0: Mm, very interesting, fantastic tip. So, thank you so much, Nat, for your time, for your wisdom. And I feel like we've been a million miles an hour, but covered so much ground. So, thank you for everything you've been able to share. Awesome. Thanks to everyone listening in. That's been another episode of The Thrive TV Show. Go out and thrive. Thank you for listening to The Thrive TV Show with Lauren Parsons. Visit ThriveTVShow.com to access the show notes and discover our fantastic bonus content. And be sure to subscribe so you don't miss the next inspiring episode.